0: Okay, we're back with episode two of our Constantly Varied show. Hi. Hi, James. I'm here with James. We're going to ch- chat about everything and anything to do with BUA, CrossFit, training, everything that we do. Oh, that's so interesting. So let's dive straight in. Let's go. We start in the same place as last time. A, a training check-in. How's training going, James? Better. You were on one one a week. I was on one a week. The last time.
1: Yeah, and then I had a good benchmark week, and then I nearly tore my finger off (laughs) on the friday on benchmark week and i haven't let that stop me so
0: how did that happen you you bounced the dumbbell into or something yeah i dropped the dumbbells when i shouldn't have dropped them and then my
1: finger got trapped in between the two of them as they were moving wouldn't recommend it at all (laughs) not at all so i couldn't finish that benchmark i was going quite well i reckon i might have beat my time but anyway um and then i trained monday monday wednesday last week and then Jill's car needed an NCT at half twelve on Friday, and she doesn't do NCTs and things like that, so I <laughs> I had to take it, which meant I didn't train.
0: You normally have a, a pretty like a structured Monday, Wednesday, Friday routine, Monday, Wednesday isn't that right? Friday at lunchtime, yeah. Yeah, so that's my it, normal go to. Yeah, so if you miss one of them, it kind of disrupts. Yeah, it, ruins it
1: the whole week. Yeah, thirty
0: three percent of my training's gone for the week. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, but that's what happens, right? Look, just how it goes. Yeah, it's a hundred percent increase on the previous. That's it way up and
1: i think i've kind of i've dialed up the intensity just a little bit on certain things so i think we talked about this pre-benchmark week like i'm I'm focusing more on the the stimulus of the workout rather than anything else so if it says heavy i go a little bit heavier if it says fast i go fast and just kind of ride that wave rather than trying to game the system or win anything a little bit more. so when
0: you when you get in you're making sure you get i go for it you yeah, get yeah, what you yeah. came for which it's is three big programs. sessions
1: yeah yeah. Which keeps me strong and fit and healthy and, and moving quite well. So, yeah.
0: Deadly. So, yeah. the goal is three this week, is it?
1: Three this week, yeah. I'm kind of dreading doing this work right now. We're recording this on Monday, and I watched the morning crew hit those dumbbells and wall walls, and it's like,
0: oh. Yeah. But yeah, I've been, it's been an uncomfortable way for me all weekend. I'm like, I know, this is going to be terrible. Here, how's your training going? um It's going okay. So, it had been going great. Yeah. And then I know just the last couple of weeks, I've gotten busier, you know, it's like, yeah, uh, it just creeps up, more things yeah, does, are on the plate. It? I noticed last week I was getting in early and getting home late, and normally, you know, I try to get everything done and out of the way for that six o'clock class, so that um, if I've got more to do, I can get it done at home, but this week it was meetings, it was st- stuff I had to just stick at until yeah. I got it done, and it disrupted things, but i still stringing together a decent week, like, I, I got, I think I got three classes last week, if I You know, my head's all over the place. It's hard to even remember. But I'm getting extra little bits done around as well. I'm testing workouts. So it feels like I'm not losing momentum. It's just a little bit of a messy couple of weeks. I'm away now this next couple of days. So this is also a disruption. So my big thing is get back on Thursday, get a workout in and get back on the horse as soon as I can so try and uh, rescue this week as much as possible so then I can kind of hit the ground running next week again
1: Isn't it funny that you've gone down to three but they haven't been as structured and you feel like your training's going to miss whereas I have the structure and a good week is three and I feel like training's going really well
0: yeah it's mad isn't it's it? mad because i'm tending to cram in like i'd cram in a, a, an evening workout and then the next morning get another one done yeah and then maybe the next evening and then not do anything and for three four, days, three, four days. Yeah. and it's that like, makes a big difference right? it does because the first one back nearly and not like just annihilates you and you feel like you're coming back again <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> When you're not really yeah, you've only like, had a couple of days off i did um i did these the tabata remember the tabata Yeah. i didn't do that the I midline one yeah and then there was Tabata burpees to finish, and burpees are killing me at the moment. So, oh. like, it might injure my back. So, I said, I would do something else. And as soon as I did, I said, I know I have to do something worse than burpees. Yeah. So, I did the thing that you said. The assault bike? Yeah. You didn't. Fair play, I did, Fair <laughs> play, I did Fair play. You were ringing in my ears. Yeah. I said, okay, well, let's do the assault I love bike. It. Like, So, I did that, and I was finished on the ground being a, a, a complete drama queen. <laughs> and. and <laughs> different people walked up to me half an hour later and said did you hurt yourself on the bike? <laughs> i said yes emotionally <laughs> emotionally yeah, in my soul oh, yeah i was just squirming okay. around the ground like I, i'd been killed or something that so feeling it, is the worst feeling oh man it was awful but really good because I, I felt like afterwards cardiovascularly i got a real dose yeah i got dosed up properly so yeah it was great so that's training yeah. so uh, i think for the two of us it's getting back into some consistency, isn't it? It's yeah. the battle. It's the battle. But that's where we're that's where we're at. So you gotta you gotta work through it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's move on. Let's get get into some shout outs. We yeah. had some shout outs last time. Um and since then the coaches have been Yeah, you've got a in. connection, haven't you? Yeah, they've been like, Oh, this is great. Uh I get to sing about our people a little yeah. bit. So listen, I'll go first. Yeah. Um thinking about uh the people who train at the six o'clock class uh, as I'm watching, I've got two people come to mind who are who are on a bit of a run of training at oh. the moment. And I always find it interesting that w- when you're on a run, you don't always notice that you're on a run. You think you're getting, you're working up to something. And it's only when your training gets interrupted or you get an injury or something that you, you look back and say, geez, I was flying yeah, then. Yeah. I've got two people in, in mind who are doing that at the moment. And one of them is Craig Harford. Craig yeah. is absolutely killing it at the he moment. Is. He's nonstop showing up and when he's there, he's given every session everything. Mm-hmm. And um he's his progress is non stop. I just think his his application to his training is really impressive. And similar then is Paul Devitt. You know, uh, oh, yeah. Paul is managing to get loads of consistency and he also uh I mentioned one of the Saturday mornings that um just probably two different types of athletes. There's the ones who are who are strong who always need to get fitter yeah and then there's the really fit people who always you think i'm get, get a bit stronger and that if you're yeah. in the i'm strong but need to get fitter boat that when you see the workouts and you see the Orx plus you might actually decide to start coming back a little yeah, bit and, s- and making sure that the it hurts a bit more that you get <laughs> you know your pace up that you have to breathe a bit more yeah. in workouts yeah. and ever since he's He's done it. D- he's done it. Like he's yeah. actually gone and done it. Whereas normally that type of advice, people go, yeah, that makes sense, and then they just go back to they what still they're do doing. The thing they want to do, yeah, of yeah. So he's he's really impressed me that just taking on the coaching, and going attacking his weaknesses, yeah. um, and again great consistency. So uh, fair play to the two lads. Um, right, That's James. Two good choices.
1: I have um I have a couple. I have Alan and Bianca Pyre that I'm going to give a shout out to. Um, Alan's been here like four years or five years maybe. He's quite a long-term member here i Bua. Um, Bianca's here just over six months. Uh, but what I want to shout out to the two of them is that consistency again, like they show up Monday to Friday pretty much every week minus bank holidays or if they're away on a trip. And then for the two of them, so something that's really impressive because they're, they're very different people, very, very different personalities. And I love them both equally, but still very different. But they both look for loads of feedback on how they're doing and like Alan I I have visions of Alan in my head where he comes up and goes can you come and watch me for a sec which is like as a coach the dream that you have a room full of people that do that and then Bianca is very similar and she's always looking for feedback and the progress she's made in the past six months is huge to the point where this morning who she paired off with this morning Uh, Tree and her Bianca's squat was always a weakness. Struggled to get any depth whatsoever. And then today, 120 reps, all squatting below parallel. Oh, sweet. Phenomenal. And then Al's overhead is a a weakness of his, and he still went for the 22s today, and he slogged through them. He had to fight. He was doing singles at one point on the dumbbells, and he just never relents. He doesn't go, I should probably go get the 20s. He's like, no, I just need to get stronger. This is how I have to do it. So today, I'm just going to, suffer through it and go They're yeah i
0: I hear, I hear a big mindset shift in alan over the like over the long yeah. term Like long he, term. He, he, i know when i talk to him i can hear he's in that battle of he expects a lot of himself he wants a lot for himself yes. but he then he he's constantly trying to be patient with himself get back to the process do it right and a yeah. man is it paying off oh, he's, he's completely transformed himself yeah yeah he's huge yeah Unreal. brilliant yeah deadly um so just to relay some of the messages then some of the coaches sent in so chris up in Dunlear, i was talking about leanne mullen and i know that elaine and hannah both were like oh yeah big time you know when when all the (laughs) coaches when all the coaches agree this person is just making leaps and bounds forward so um things like getting going from stacks of plates to a full box jump going Uh, from uh, that's such an underrated big thing yeah because it's such a psychological block for people it's huge yeah it's huge and she also then just turned around last week and just did like her first wall walk I think she was scaling Chris said he was about to start the workout turn around there she was upside down full wall walk Unbelievable. yeah absolutely so uh yeah the, all the coaches there are blown away by Leanne so uh, keep up the good work we also have uh Gillian here in Santry was I uh, want to give a big shout out to Sheila Kyo. yes uh, she had a, f- a three kilo pb on her snatch wow but it's really it's just showing 18 months of real consistency and uh, you can see that she's always here always getting on with the work and you can there's another person like alan who has completely tra- completely transformed herself as an athlete over yep. those over that period of time so um it's that consistent showing up thing you just keep doing the thing and she's unreal unbelievable yep. yeah absolutely um then chago over in smithfield he had a few people so sandra first kick up to a handstand and she was one of those you know in those sessions where you're like persevering you try and you try and you oh, try yeah and like 10 minutes later then then all of a sudden it happens wow yeah so just that that fear factor and that getting over it yeah so fair play sandra uh, and then he also wanted to mention una and aldo uh for for goat day oh they 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 made that selection you know that real goat day selection oh no <laughs> the one that it's a real weakness yeah and it's awful and when you look at the combo so here's the combos right <laughs> wall balls and thrusters oh like literally man. literally today's workout and i was going to call it the worst of all time even even worse than the last one Even better. and then the other one wall walks and floor press i mean arm oh. death
1: <laughs> wow fair <laughs> play
0: yeah fair play so making the right choices that's the way to go forward you, yeah, you'll be no stopping you um and then lastly i've got brooke um Brooke gave a shout out to Anne who's been practicing practicing her pull-ups a lot in the nice. morning after 6 a.m class who wants to do that yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh but then she went and, and Benchmark week absolutely smashed her, ah, her brilliant so she saw the, the yeah. payoff so us class um and then last one is Denise and this is a bit of a different shout out Denise is always the one who goes and welcomes the new member uh, you know that person Who yeah, goes, yeah. out, goes out their way To go over and say i Denise Nice yeah. to meet you You're here that, Every coach has One or two of them
1: And they are the coach's dream Oh like, man And so underappreciated So fair play Denise Yeah, yeah because
0: funny. I know that we can What happens All of us We all remember that first day Where yeah. we walking we more nervous And we really appreciate People who are nice to us. Yeah. <laughs> You just feel like Okay I belong exactly. here A little bit yeah. Um. But then we all get to know loads of people and then so we get our group what that feelings like yeah. yeah and you just become in your you're in here to be social with your friends to do the workout and you, for, you it's easy to forget yeah. the, the newbie so uh fair play to denise it's a good reminder for us all to always take care of that new person yeah. we all remember it was like so lots of shout outs lots of great That's things great. happening very cool okay so keep them coming coaches we want to hear a yeah, bit more from, from all the different gyms um and by the way I know I got messages from loads of people. I'm sure I've missed some. So <laughs> if any of the coaches are like, hey, where's mine? Yeah. Apologies, apologies. I'll get them next time. Okay, moving on. Um, so last time we talked about what we're reading, listening to, what yep. we're learning, any recommendations. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll let you go first. So have you got nothing for us? Yeah,
1: week? so I think last time, I did I talk a bit about creativity last time? Is that what I was? Th- I thought you talked about communication. Oh, maybe it was communication. Well, we were talking then i'm on a bit of a like a creativity buzz like reading this is a weird thing to say isn't it reading and listening to around ways to be more creative and i listened to a podcast only uh on friday actually um the the podcast is called the future with chris do and he's um he's in advertising and marketing and all that sort of stuff but he works with like smaller creatives and podcast episode was called and i'm really interested to see your reaction as i say this out loud boredom is the key to creativity Mm. and on his podcast he doesn't he doesn't sit down to record a podcast he has his clients on a call and coaches them and releases it as podcast episodes oh so imagine you're coaching me what's what's he coaching him in so he's um think in marketing and stuff but they were talking about so the guy he was coaching was talking about how he's having creative blocks (laughs) and this is why i wanted to talk to you about it and your man chris was asking him well like what's your schedule look like he goes i'm working all the time there's no gaps in the schedule and i teased you about this quite recently didn't i you did and your man was saying well of course you have a struggle of creativity then because you have no space for it." and so he's trying to make the point that um We need to create space and time to have room to be creative. And he's saying boredom is the precursor to that. And it's like no one's ever bored anymore. Like even you go home, you sit down, and it's not sit and turn and talk to the person beside you. It's let's put something on Netflix, and then I'll scroll Instagram, and then if there's anything important, we'll talk about that. But there's never the the sit down and just be He's saying that's super important in order to be really creative.
0: I even got butterflies in my stomach as you're saying, like just sit down and do nothing. (laughs) Like I know that, that I know how difficult that is. Yeah, it 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 terrifies the life out of me, eh? Isn't it? Uh,
1: Yeah, I know. (laughs) I know you're like that. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) because
0: it's it's just overstimulated all the time. Overstimulated
1: all the time. Um, but it's something. What I really liked about it was because I've read about this and I've heard about this and I've thought about it before and even in my own experience. I know whenever I have space, I can be more creative. And it's even little things like, have you ever just taken a slightly longer shower, and then you come up with something, you're like, oh, that's it. Or a longer car journey without the radio on, or you go for walks. And it's the walk one that really gets me. And I've read about Maslow, you love him. He used to go for a daily walk. Einstein used to go for a daily walk. And Nietzsche, regardless of your views on Nietzsche, also used to go for, and these are like, some of the greatest minds that have walked the earth. And they use that daily walk to organize their thinking and clear things up. And then that's when the, the juices all start flowing.
0: Yeah, so someone said it to me about 10 years ago, said part of your job as the owner is to go Just for to a walk. Yeah, uh, To go for a walk, I love that. It was part of your job. Yeah. And it was the best advice I ever got. Because I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not doing nothing. and I'm not avoiding working. This is where I get the subconscious to come to the front yeah. and actually start figuring things out. And it is giant, and you see, th- I, I walk over to insomnia all the time, and it's for that purpose, yeah. um, because I could go and drive somewhere else, I might prefer it, but I'm like, no, the walk is the, yeah, thing. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. So I, I completely couldn't agree more, and that is where I try to get my bit of space. Those ten minutes are huge. Um, so give me the name of that again. Uh, boredom is the key to creativity. The podcast is called The
1: Future with Chris Dew. Okay, deadly. Okay, he's a good one to follow on Instagram as well.
0: Yeah. So if anyone listens to that and has any uh, any comments or anything, yeah, I'd love let's to know about that. I'll definitely check it out.
1: What are you listening, reading? Are you doing much at the minute?
0: Um, I'm again, you can you can hear. I'm a, I'm a scatter life <laughs> at the moment. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, I'm not the best, but I t- I, if it's, this mirrors my life, I'm reading four or five things at the moment. Okay. I'm getting nowhere with any of them. Yeah so this was actually hard for me to to come up with today i know i'm like i'm reading a bit of the textbooks the technical textbooks from around movement weightlifting, those sort of things at the moment um so i'm nerding out there i also um this is this might sound a bit wanky now i'm i'm trying to so there are certain things i'm trying to figure out in terms of just movement coaching okay and I'm trying to solve them for the coaching team okay so instead of going reading listening watching about them that's what you would normally do I'm actually saying no more inputs I already have lots of information but surely if I just sit with them I might learn something new in my own head so you that's what I'm trying to do connect some different dots together yes wow. and it, and to, to be honest with you it's been really effective I've tried it and it, like it's only effective if you go and do something about it I'm, yeah. so it's not just thinking meditate on it exactly and... <laughs> so I've gone and, and, and try, try to say right I know the the first principles of the mechanics of the movement I also know about the shoulder and hip I also know about the techniques that the coaches have passed down over the decades yeah I wonder if like if I thought about putting those together is there new insights that I could come up with on my own so I'm trying to learn in that way at the moment and it's it's brilliant it's brilliant fun because when you come out with something and try and it works you're like oh that's really satisfying you know but it does take so that's what I'm doing on my walks a lot Mm. of the time you're thinking about movement yes yes, yes. so there's a bit of that going on so I'm not really taking in a huge amount of new stuff I did though listen to one podcast I'd like to recommend and you recommended it to me oh um and you recommended it into our podcast club for the Thursday yeah. that got briefly revived and died <laughs> on the vine like again week.
1: <laughs> I'm glad it was my podcast that we got to do then.
0: yes so it was the psychology podcast and the guest was it the guest Stephen yeah. Cutler yeah yeah the guest was Stephen Cutler and um man it was one of those ones that blew me away really really did I yes. thought it was excellent a lot of a lot of around mindset and aging Mm. in that second half of life the approach the second half of life Mm. and the is it the long slow rot or something like that that's how you described it yeah yeah that's the kind of a the established mindset around aging it's like we just get past midlife and then we go right i'm gonna rot it out now yeah (laughs) so therefore everything's just i'm going to try and slowly the decline rather Mm. than um continue to improve and continue to grow And it definitely changed my mindset as a conversation. Interesting. I, I I got a trigger to say, Wow, that's that I I recognize it in myself I I need to change that. Yeah. So that's been brilliant. So uh, the psychology podcast, Stephen Collar, I'd go and I'd go and listen to it. Yeah. And it's good from the start, I thought. It is, yeah. Um uh, also a uh, quick recommendation. Sam Harris as a podcast I tend to listen to a lot. Mm-hmm. Um kind of a controversial figure, so not everyone will agree yeah. with him, but the conversations he has are always
1: it's always interesting,
0: yeah. Oh wow, well, yeah. So there's a couple recently on orthodoxy and religion and challenging your own orthodoxies, oh. which I really like. It's yeah, like, r- love where am I? Where am I getting stuck in? Just because it's the way I've always done it. Yeah. So it's always good for me. To really challenge. Very uncomfortable. The yeah, challenge. I'd say so. Am I doing this because it's the best thing or because I've always done it? Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, there's some recommendations. You let you us get th- your teeth into that. Yeah, absolutely. If anyone has any others, let us know because we're always looking for new stuff okay moving on we have our segment what would you do
1: oh okay okay (laughs) i'm always nervous about this
0: yeah so this one is an odd one um so here's a it's a completely made up scenario yeah and a bit of magical thinking okay but you can stay with me i'm all about this. so you have a choice between to do two things in the next year before the end of the year okay one of them is Add twenty kilos to your front squat. Wow! Or take ten minutes off your ten k run time. Now, here's the things. You know you're going to do it, right? This is not like a oh, do you think I could or do you think it's un-? there at the end of the year? Yeah, you you've gone through the pain of it. You've actually achieved which it. Which one would you want to do? Which one would you want to go through? And which one would you like to have at the end of the year, or you think you should have at the end of the year? this is hard yeah based off my current numbers
1: or best ever numbers
0: oh i think you'd have to do a test now oh i don't think your front's quite all with all the respect in the world i know yeah it's not what it used to be (laughs) i don't think think so so if you tested it today then you would have to add 20 kilos which (laughs) is which is not nothing it's huge and then same with the 10k you go and run a 10k 10 minutes off that that will be serious yeah, so I, thi- I think the considerations are a process. So yeah. which process would you like to go through or need to go through?
1: Honestly, I think the 10K one, which might surprise some people um, because I hate running. But I think that going through all of that and, and knowing I have to go for a run and I know that feeling of going to tie my laces on the shoes, like I'd hate it all. And I think that's kind of what I'd need more than. I've added many kilos to my front squat before. That process doesn't scare me at all. I'm just like, oh, this is going to be a bit of a grind. My knees will get a bit twingy. My hips will get a bit twingy. And I know how to work around all of it. Whereas I've never, ever, ever done any run in progress. I just got fitter and got faster. And then got less fit and got less fast again. So I think the process would be
0: yeah. really good Which do you think would uh, disrupt your training more? Oh, the running. You think so? Yeah. So you think that you could probably do your classes and do your squats, your extra squatting alongside yeah. that easier than doing your running Yeah. and do your classes? I think a lot of that is down to my genetics as a person as well.
1: I'm quite a powerful, quite a naturally very strong.
0: So you think it was, it's not going to steal as much from me those squat sessions? So I think I could
1: still do a class and then chuck, literally chuck some front squats on a Monday and a Friday. I think that would help me get 20 kilos at the end of the year. Honestly, you think so? Even in real life, probably. Just so specific squat. Twenty kilos—a lot to add. It's huge. I know. Yeah, but I'm probably about thirty kilos. I used to be able to front squat, so I know that there's a ceiling there.
0: <laughs> You're just reclaiming. <laughs>
1: reclaiming, yeah, muscle memory.
0: Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. I hear you. Yeah. yeah. I I kind of have the other way in my head. I'm thinking the really? squat. Yeah. Because I haven't heavy squatted in years. I avoid it because it's the right thing for me to do at the moment. Um, Or has been for since my bad back injury years ago. Mm -hmm. It's always caught me pretty bad. And my legs stay strong with the squatting I do, light squatting often. I can still do all the things I need to do with my legs. It doesn't really cost me a huge amount. So I can still enjoy my training and I'm still very functional and athletic. So uh, adding 20 kilos would force me to have to really... um, deal with all of my hip and back and issues and all that yeah, so, so that c- would be disruptive it would be very disruptive to my training but mm. I think it would be at the end of the year if I knew I got through all that I'd be a very different person at yeah. the end of it so it'd probably be quite beneficial to me I would it would cost me a lot of my conditioning yeah. and all that because I think it would get in the way I think the running I think the, the misery of that process for me mm. I'm not sure it'd be worth it I, see I think that's what I with that that's what I would really benefit from
1: and you know what it is for me too the idea of you know people who can like do marathons or casually run a half marathon or whatever at the weekend that idea of just having sheer capacity has so much appeal to me there's something unreal about being a capacity monster because there's lots of really strong people and I'm naturally kind of strong but being able to just work and do more than other people is I love
0: it yeah no look i just just absolutely no doubt the benefits of of taking time off your 10k like that like it has it's so much transfer support isn't it? absolutely yeah, exactly. yeah it probably is the thing i should do if yeah. i had to do one of them but in saying that the squat i need to do as well so yeah. yeah it's an interesting question yeah it's a fun one there's a cost to both oh, of course and uh, i i wouldn't recommend it to anybody to be <laughs> honest with you. because and not because it's awful because you know the disruption to everything else yeah. is huge gets in the way but it is it is interesting to think about mm. okay we're nearly done so um, very quickly upcoming at Bill we're have a we on Easter week Easter Sunday we're going to do a big team workout like yes. we did on St.
1: Patrick's Day we yeah did? that feels very recent doesn't
0: it it was very recent yeah but yeah. we're going to do 90 minute classes and we're going to do a big fun team workout as well it should be a fun one yeah it's a good workout so that. get yourself booked in I think they're open for reservations already So nice yeah, get yourself uh, a nice, good start to your Easter Sunday. Um, to finish it, we're going to do some underrated and overrated.
1: overrated. this is the most popular part of the podcast, isn't it? <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs>
0: yeah. Okay, first one. This is a, this is a, this is a weird one. Okay. Un- so we're going to do the same way. I'm going to say I just it say one word, and I say mine, and okay. then you can tell me why. Then okay. So underrated or overrated? Tops off mid workout overrated underrated
1: I'm so shocked that you said underrated there (laughs) Um, I think it's over I always this comes back to my competitive days I always had a rule on workouts under 15 minutes no drinks of water because you don't need it it's like a it's a distraction and then the tops off thing in the middle of a workout was also a oh I need a sneaky rest here I'm going to take my top off so it was always either keep it on or take it off at the start; therefore, overrated.
0: So it's either off from the start or stays or on. Stays on. <laughs> the amount of athletes at competition days, I was coaching, and I see them wrestling a wet T-shirt. Exactly. That's and why. They're, and they're burning about eight reps of whatever they should be doing. Yeah, <laughs> that's why you can't do it. it through time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> if there's an interval workout, by all means, like if there's yeah clear rest, but in like in a 12-minute arm up, you can't take your top off four minutes in. You just can't overrated okay
0: well i'm gonna disagree and considering i never ever take <laughs> i was gonna work, say of all the people ever <laughs> but I, I do remember a time when i used to okay right when i would be halfway through a workout and the change there's in the temperature a, yeah it's <laughs> such a relief isn't it it's almost like you get a new gear yeah and it's just like oh my god because it's like yeah uh, you know when you're doing a warm-up and you've got a big coat on you in the winter mm-hmm. and halfway through you realize oh I'm it's too warm. warm, but I have to keep going as so a warm-up. And for the rest of the warm-up, you feel terrible, and then you take it off. You're like, oh, thank
1: God. Mm-hmm.
0: You do get that effect in a workout halfway through. Do I you? think I think it gives you a refresh. Okay. And if you don't care about your workout time, beating people, non-competition days. It's a performance enhancer. Definitely, <laughs> it's definitely a happiness enhancer. <laughs> so have at it. Have yeah. at it. Okay, right, that's our first one. Right, on to our second one underrated or overrated lululemon underrated underrated yeah oh. it's so expensive but it's just so good
1: <laughs> like do you know how good lululemon stuff is right here here's an example for you i hate doing the washing but in our house i do the washing and jill does the dishes that's the way we work it right oh. we split our tasks because she really hates doing the washing but i'll go rooting through the house to make sure that all my lululemon stuff is in the wash when i'm doing the wash. Now, you know on the Sunday when you do three or four loads in a row yeah. That's exactly what I do I make sure all the Lulu stuff is clean Yeah That's how much I love it
0: Fully agree So so For those For the uninitiated
1: The uninitiated Why? It's so comfortable It's so durable The quality is phenomenal And it stays um, You can do everything in them Like you put on a pair of Lulu And tracks the bottoms And you do a squat And you go Oh perfect Whereas a pair of Nikes, sometimes like the crotch is a bit tighter or the the it doesn't stretch around the butt, so it starts sliding down. And yeah, whereas Lulu's like, just
0: perfect. Exit. I was I was saying to you the other day, the first time I saw Lululemon was in Boston, and it just had <laughs> a, like a a logo, a squiggly logo yeah. over the door. No no words. Nothing. I was like, that looks like workout gear. What is it? And I was <laughs> and then I was trying to Google. I was like, I don't know what to Google. <laughs>
1: Worker gear in Boston.
0: So yeah, I went in and um, you know I kind of looked. I was like, it's very plain. What do you yeah. like? Feels good. And then I saw the price. I was like, holy shit, what's going on here? And then I went on. Uh, I said I'll try a pair on. I went into the change rooms, put them on, did an air squat. I was like, ah, oh, fuck, <laughs> I have to buy these. Mics. These are amazing. Yeah, yeah, they're so comfortable they uh, and they just fit right. And then like you said, like that pair I bought like 2018, I still wear them all Stop. the time. Yeah, they just keep their shape. So, yeah, they are they are very uh, ridiculously priced, but worth it. Worth it, totally worth it. Okay, we got one more, and then we're done. Uh, underrated or overrated? Massage guns. Oh, like those Theragun
1: things. Um, overrated overrated yeah yeah okay so I don't even really have sound reason behind it I've just I've, I've used it once and I
0: <laughs> hated it did you
1: yeah I just didn't like the feeling of it I didn't feel like, I, like I, I get sometimes a tight hip you know the way I crack my hip all the time just there's tightness there and it didn't give me any relief after using it and it was hugely uncomfortable as I did I'm just like nope <laughs> that's my only reason behind it some people still they got really popular
0: did and and then there was a, you know there's a the cheaper versions came out and everyone was buying them yeah,
1: little were selling them for a bit or something weren't yeah
0: they? yeah uh, we used to use um a car buffer in the gym like, like a, a, a big one? car buffer mm. and used to just run that up in them with legs. and that was actually really effective yeah so i like them actually i have a terror gun and yeah. it works insofar as some i got a tight spot or for feeling a bit tight after a workout it definitely gives me relief from yeah. s- from the stiffness and pain, mm. and I move better afterwards. So it does; it is effective. Mm. But I often I often think they're overrated because it's like a tiny component of tissue work mm-hmm. gets done with it, and yet you spend a lot of money on like one thing, yeah. and then you could go and foam roll, and it's
1: a fraction of the price and just as easy, just as effective,
0: yeah. just as you know that sort of thing. It's one of those like. Uh, almost, it feels okay. I've got this thing. I'm gonna go right targeted after one spot because it's doing something active. It feels yeah. like it should be really effective, but the effects wear off very quickly. Yeah, like you could, like gun out your your quad and squat. And you're like, oh, that feels better, and then three minutes later, you're squatting. It's kind of back to where you yeah. were before. So I think the, they're they're pretty useful when I'm sitting at home on a couch and I don't want to get up and roll around the ground. For instance, yeah, it's pretty good for that point, but. You know, I don't tend to bring it to the gym because, you know, you don't need it. Don't. I prefer to move. Yeah, movement is the is the thing. Okay, so there ter- some good ones this week. Well, done. so guns are out. Okay. <laughs> okay, I think that's everything this time. Um, if anyone's got any suggestions for segments, yeah. If anyone's got any uh, comments or anything like that, let us know, and we'll see you at class soon.